Hey everyone, welcome back to the Living Easy Podcast. This is Lindsay and this episode is part two of self-care. So if you didn't hear part one, it was spiritual self-care and was focused on things like fasting and practical ways to serve and love your neighbors. I told my own personal stories of delivering pies to my neighbors and how it didn't maybe go as I had planned, but also just how we can love people, not only during quarantine, but just as a whole. So I shared five spiritual self-care tips. And on this one, I am sharing 10 emotional and physical self-care tips. I'm talking all about skincare and what I use and what kind of routine I have learned from dermatologists, um, sex and why it is good for your physical self. I'm talking about creating boundaries and why boundaries as a Christian don't look the same as the world. I'm talking about brain dumping and journaling and how it helps me to sleep, having control of your words and not allowing yourself to complain and how you can work through that and the importance of what you speak out loud and to yourself. So I hope you enjoy this quick episode. Let's dive in. Hey friends, we were never promised that life would be easy. Sometimes it is hard and super crazy, but when we do life together, we find that it becomes a lot easier and much more fun. I believe in joyful life, in happy parenting, healthy marriages, long lasting friendships, and making perfect memories in imperfect homes. I love to dig deep and talk about the really raw things that people are not always comfortable discussing. And I'm also passionate about sharing practical tips that have helped me to help you navigate through life less stressfully and more purposefully. We will laugh together and struggle together. You will hear honest insights on strengthening your faith and your marriage, parenthood, how to's, and so much more so that you can live life and live it with joy. I am Lindsay Maestas. Welcome to the Living Easy Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Living Easy Podcast. As I mentioned in the intro, this is part two of self-care and it's just going to jump right in because initially I had recorded these episodes together, but I decided to split them up so that I could one, give you quicker episodes to listen to and two, not have to cut out anything that I felt was important. So we're just going to jump right in. Okay, now on to emotional self-care. Day one, understand your boundaries. So I don't want to talk about boundaries in the sense that maybe the world talks about them. And I want to really, really clarify that. For me, boundaries are not protecting me from someone. Boundaries should not be you protecting yourself from someone, obviously, unless they are abusive verbally, physically. I'm talking about just regular relationships, healthy-ish relationships. No relationship is fully healthy, so healthy-ish. But we are we are setting boundaries to protect ourselves for the sake of other people. So let me clarify that. The more that we cross or disregard our boundaries, the more we're likely to grow bitter or frustrated or angry or to have a hardened heart and kind of distance ourselves from ourselves from those relationships. So the goal is to love better. Like I set my boundaries so that I can love my family better. So I set my boundaries with work so that I can love my family better. I set my boundaries with friendships so that I can love them better and more intentionally. And a lot of that means sometimes I'll just say like, hey, I can't do this with this episode. Like I'm not able to do this because I need that time with my family. Is something sacrificed? For sure. 
yes, always. <laughs> Something's always sacrificed. But I've been reading this book, um, The Joy of Missing Out. And one thing she says is, balance isn't always like a real thing. It's not always a practical solution. But finding harmony is a solution. So how can you find harmony? And so, yes, I sacrifice something for the sake of others, but it's so that I can do my best in each thing. And so with a friendship, I might say, hey, you know what? I know we had plans today. I'm so sorry. It's just not going to work. I'm not able to emotionally give you what you need because I am emotionally drained. So let's set a time for tomorrow or the next day or whatever works so that they know they're still loved. But I'm still withholding my boundaries so that I can love them in the best way and not unload all of my stresses onto them or just overwhelm them with everything that I have going on when I still need to deal with that with God. And so it is how we can read these boundaries are how we can reevaluate our lives so that we are loving people in the best way rather than giving so much of ourselves away that we are growing weary and angry and bitter. And so this often begins by communicating expectations and your needs to yourself. Like what, what isn't working here? What is not in harmony? How can I find joy in these things that are wearing me out? What needs to give? And then navigating through those boundaries with someone close to you to make sure that they are wise, to make sure that they are loving it, that they're not self-serving. Because again, I everything I talk about, you guys, is not to glorify us. It's not to make us more comfortable. God's heart for us is for us to be holy. His heart for us isn't just for us to be happy. Yes, he desires joy for us. We see that throughout the Bible. He wants us to find joy in him. But everything I talk about is not going to be something to serve you. And that might look different from the world. It might look different from what you've heard for so long. But through my experience and my life, being others focused and other centered just changes everything. Day two, listen, this is so important. (laughs) This is so important. So if you've been zoning out, tune in and listen in. So if you've been zoning out, listen in. Day two, listen to and evaluate what you say to yourself and pronounce over yourself. Okay, so this isn't some weird spiritual thing. This is real. The rhetoric that you have in your mind, friends, and the things that you pronounce over yourself out loud have a massive impact on the way that you live. And this is proven scientifically time and time again. Okay, so as an example, a friend of mine battles with her emotions. And when she's hurting or sad, she'll say things like, I'm just completely alone. Like I'm alone. Or she'll say, I'm losing my mind, Lindsay. Like I think I'm losing my mind. Or one that I've heard from many women is I'm just crazy. Like I guess I'm just crazy. But it is amazing how our thoughts and our moods can be shaped by the way that we speak over ourselves and to ourselves. It is 1000% proven. You guys can Google it all day long. I wish I could sit here and tell you every study. But what we say to ourselves, how we speak about ourselves, how we how we even internalize situations, say with my husband, like I am queen of this. I he is a trooper, you guys. I know he's not he's one of a kind for sure. Like this morning, can I just say, um, Saxon slept in, so he let me sleep in too. And Sutton was just hanging out. And I woke up and he's like Bissell vacuuming, like a clean, a carpet cleaner type thing our outdoor patio furniture. He's shop vacuuming our patio furniture. He has completely cleaned the kitchen. I say these things not to brag 
Well, I am. I'm bragging on him because he's awesome. I, I, he's amazing. But when I walk out, I'm like, man, I'm useless. <laughs> like, like what, look what you did in the 30 minutes that you've been awake. And yesterday I didn't get one thing done. Like I was just with Saxon potty training him and somehow he just seems to manage so much in such little time. A quick interruption because I am so giddy and excited to tell you guys about this. I've been trying to think of better ways to connect with all of you on an individual personal level and I'm so excited to announce that I've created three new tiers on my Patreon account. The friendship thing, the coffee date thing, and the bestie thing. So for each tier on my Patreon account, which is patreon.com backslash living easy, I have given opportunities for all of us to connect in different ways. I'm going to be sending out my all-time favorite books list along with my favorite cold oats recipes. I'm giving access to the Living Easy with Lindsay Facebook page and the weekly application questions for each podcast episode. For the coffee date thing, I am doing a once a month Zoom chat, which I'm so excited about. And so we will have coffee together. I'll ask and answer questions. You guys can ask and answer questions and we will build a real life face-to-face friendship and can talk once a month about anything. For the bestie thing, I see you guys and I want others to see you too. And so I'm going to be doing a listener spotlight with one pledger of the bestie thing each month. The person chosen can record a two-ish minute recording of yourself, sharing your story, your business, or how you live easy, and I will play it on the air. Or if you prefer, I will promote your social media account to my 40,000 plus followers. So check out patreon.com backslash living easy to join the friendship thing, the coffee date thing, and the bestie thing. And I can very quickly pronounce over myself like, ugh, he, I don't deserve him. I'm useless in this or like I'm not as good as him. And I will say like we really do partner together when it comes to cleaning and I always cook and um, parenting the kids. Like we're definitely partners, but he's just better at it (laughs) a lot of the time. And so that's okay though. Like that's okay because his strength strengthens me. And instead of saying I'm useless or I'm not as good of a homemaker as him, I can choose to say, go to him and say, you're an amazing man. Thank you for what you do. Thank you. And build him up while also speaking to myself, like learn from him learn from what he's doing. How does he make things so efficient all the time? How is he effective in his skills and his life? How can I learn from him? And then reminding myself of my gifts. Like, okay, you may not be super fast at doing dishes because you hate doing it, but God has given me that passion and that joy to teach Sutton. And so that's balance. But like when we just put ourselves down all the time, maybe not even comparing to a spouse, but comparing to a friend or an outsider or somebody on Instagram, when we compare to their lives and we say, I'm not enough, which we're not enough. We're not enough because we need Jesus. We're sinners. We're broken. We are a desperate need of a savior and we're not enough. But when we compare and we just think poorly about ourselves and then speak that out loud, We are setting that tone for our lives. What we focus on is what becomes powerful. What we focus on is what we attract. What we focus on becomes our reality. And what we focus on, we magnify. 
So what are you focusing on? What are you speaking to yourself internally or out loud? And do you realize that by shifting your words and by stopping those thoughts and battling the lies that you can magnify the good so much more? So I want you guys to really focus on that. I really want that to be a daily practice. Proverbs 18 reminds us that the tongue has the power of life and death. When we evaluate what we say to ourselves and how we can adjust our thinking and stop our words before we speak negatively, we can then shift to speaking life and not death. And then lastly, Ephesians 4.29 says to not let any unwholesome, meaning unhealthy, harmful talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs that it may benefit those who listen. Does what you say benefit you or those around you? Does continual complaining drain you or your family? Do your words drag you down rather than building you back up? Magnify the good. Day three, have a long conversation with a friend. So this is just like everyone needs a friend. Share the good, share the hard, share real life. Talk about what Jesus is teaching you and Maybe it's not even the same friend each week. Maybe one week you talk with someone who's in the exact same space as you and you guys are on the same level faith-wise and family-wise. Talk, like, what's going on? How can I love you? How can I pray for you? And then just vent, like, just have good girl-to-girl talk. And then the next week, you can reach out to a friend who's struggling with their walk or may not know Jesus. How are, ask them, like, how are you doing in this season? Check in, just check in, love them. And those conversations, all of them will bring you joy because you're being filled back up. And in essence, you're serving. It's always refreshing to share life alongside someone, even in the thick of quarantine. It's needed even more. Day four, challenge yourself to learn something new. Mindless scrolling does not make us smarter (laughs) at all. I used to feel like I was always learning something and now I'm convicted because I'm aimlessly watching videos or whatever when I'm tired. And I feel like if we can commit to even one day a week to spend any free time that we have, don't be black and white. If it's only 10 minutes, make the 10 minutes work. If it's an hour, make the hour work. If it's a sporadic every two minutes, like get a page in. (laughs) But whatever it is, make your free time work for you and learn something new. It'll be a huge blessing in your life. And I have so many books and podcasts that I recommend, and I'm going to do an episode on that shortly because I think it's a great fit for right now for when things are starting to open up again and life is getting back for us to make sure that we're being intentional to not just go back to the day-to-day like nothing happened. I really, if there's like anything I want you guys and myself to get out of this slow time is that change needs to happen. Idols need to be broken. Life needs to change. So what needs to change for you and learning something new is always a positive. Day five, journal. Brain dumping is massive for me. If you guys don't brain dump, I strongly recommend it. And what that means is you literally just get out a pen and paper and you dump out everything on your mind by writing it down. So I do this a lot before bed because I have so many to-do list tasks that are incomplete, especially right now. I feel like I've half done everything in my life. And so I feel anxiety going to bed or I just can't sleep because I have so much on my mind. But even if you're fine, you will see when you sit down to write down like 
literally just title it, what's on my mind? (laughs) I can imagine that so many of you are laughing right now thinking, oh, like a hundred things, right? So writing them down helps you to visualize what you have going on in your head. And then you can tangibly cross out the things that do not matter. Like what is not important? Cross those things out, mark them out. Don't allow them to dictate that space in your mind and consume you when they really don't have any weight. And then the things that are priority, just list them in a priority space. I actually have a bonus episode. Um, I believe it's the first one I did and it's organizing your life for a more joyful day today. So if you're interested in that type of thing, that episode was very, very popular and did well because it's very practical on like how you can kind of clear your mind and live productively and practically to help increase your joy. So brain dump, write all those things down and then prioritize what really matters and then set a time for when you can get to them, right? So if it's tomorrow or the next day or next week, at least you know, okay, I see it. I'm not going to forget it because that's where a lot of the anxiety comes from is that feeling that we're going to forget. And then just remember, okay, I've got this. We're good. I can go to sleep now. (laughs) So that's day five, brain dumping. So we have day one, understanding and knowing your boundaries. Day two, listening to and evaluating what you say to yourself. Day three, have a long conversation with a friend. Day four, challenge yourself to learn something new. And day five, brain dump in a journal. And then also you can just journal away all of your thoughts. Okay, physical self-care, friends. Day one, if you're married, have sex. Because sex is created for husband and wife, as God says in his word, for good, not to be restrictive or isolating or just religious and crazy, but because that is when he knows, like that is when it is good and sweet and he has created sex for your pleasure, for your joy, for bonding. And it is such a sweet thing. So my single girls, I've done it all. Don't give your body away to someone who has not committed their life to you. They have not earned that. But for my married couples, have sex, okay? Seriously, (laughs) Jesse and I, when we get so stressed out with each other and we're so overwhelmed, we just let busyness get in the way and we have to like schedule our time together where we watch a movie or play Scrabble or whatever. We're old. And then we come to bed and we talk and hang out and like intentionally choose that time for intimacy. It is crazy. And I will say a thousand million times, you guys, because Satan wants to keep you so far away from that, that it is one of the greatest struggles in a marriage, whether it's on a man's side or a woman's side, it is a battle. So how can you fight it through prayer, through intentionality, just like anything else? It takes an active intentionality and consistency because the more you do it, the more comfortable you'll be with it, the more comfortable you'll be to discuss what you like, what you don't like, to come together and just be like, hey, this was cool and this felt really good or this didn't. But actively sharing in those things is massive. And just for your physical self, it is a relaxant. Day two, read a good book. So I know I already said this with emotional, but I just feel like physically books do everything. Like books take you to a different world. They physiologically affect your brain. They shift your thinking. They help relax you. Books as a whole are great. So you need to find what you love because if someone's recommending books to you and you're like, I don't like to read, a lot of the time it's because you don't actually know what you like. 
So find what you like to read and start reading or do an audible book. Jesse does a lot of audible books and sit and rest. Day three, start a skincare routine. So I recently shared mine on my Instagram at lindsay.myestis, but there are a lot of things that you can do for skincare that doesn't have to be crazy and expensive. The most important thing I will start by saying, and you can watch my whole routine, but I'm just going to share a few thoughts. One is a sunscreen. You should be putting sunscreen on every single day. So if you need to write this down so that you have it in front of you and you're intentional about doing it, no matter what age you are, it will make you feel so much better about yourself that you know that you're taking care of it. So sunscreen SPF 50 or more is ideal for your face because it really protects your skin. Find a sunscreen that doesn't have chemicals. Um, next is a vitamin C serum. And so you can find these kind of anywhere, but I love the True Skin line, which you can find on Amazon. It's T-R-U-S-K-I-N. And then they have, it's like a super vitamin C serum. So vitamin C serum helps to reduce premature aging. It also helps reduce premature wrinkling and it stimulates the growth of collagen, which is a protein that provides structure and elasticity to the skin. It's also an antioxidant, so it protects skin cells from damaging free radicals that are caused by UV exposure. It inhibits melanin production in the skin. So there are tons and tons of benefits. You could read more, but it's really beneficial. Another one I like, aside from the True Skin Super Vitamin C, is the brand The Ordinary. It's all plant-derived, and it is highly recommended by dermatologists and skincare experts, so that is a great one. Next is retinol. So retinol is something I've recently discovered, but I've been listening to so many dermatologists, and they recommend retinol because it boosts the amount of collagen that your body makes, and it plumps out your skin. So all of these things that I'm sharing are going to help to create, I guess, more definition and less wrinkles and like sag that I'm starting to see when I turn 30. I'm like, oh my gosh, where did all my collagen go? But it also cuts down um, fine lines and wrinkles. It improves your skin tone and color. So if you have a lot of brown spots, you'll see that retinol helps to make a huge difference. Next are toners. So finding a chemical-free toner. Um, I've been using the Ordinary Toner. It's like a toning solution. And this helps with oily skin or plugged pores. It just helps to clean off. Like when you clean your makeup off and then you do a toner, you're like, oh, okay, this actually is cleansing. So anyway, those are a few things that I like. Um, The retinol, the hyaluronic acid is another great one by True Skin that you can use. Vitamin C, sunscreen, sunscreen, sunscreen. But creating a skincare regimen where you know that you're taking care of your skin, you're doing the best, and will just help you to feel better all together. Day three are vitamins. So taking care of our bodies is huge because we're not only taking care of our bodies to be beautiful and whatever it might be. It's not for vain purposes. We are taking care of our bodies so that we are around for our babies in the best way that we can be and that we are taking action as well as we possibly can to love our families and to stick around, right? So a few vitamins that you could, should be taking as a woman, we'll start with calcium. So calcium builds strong bones, but it also helps with healthy muscles, nerves, and your heart. So we want to make sure that we are getting enough calcium because if we don't, then we can struggle with things like osteoporosis where our bones become brittle. So you can get calcium from vitamins and then also from orange juice, beans, leafy greens, almonds, salmon. Vitamin D is next. And like calcium, it's very essential for our bone health and it reduces the risk of some cancers and heart disease. It promotes calcium absorption in the stomach and intestines. And you can also get vitamin D from salmon, tuna, fortified milk, 
juice, etc. Next is iron. So iron helps to increase the amount of red blood cells in the body and keep blood healthy. So if you are a woman, this is like a little side note, but if you're a woman with heavy menstrual bleeding or if you're pregnant, you tend to need more iron in your diet or may need an iron supplement. And too little iron, as most of you know, leads to anemia, which can make you feel very sluggish and exhausted. So you can find a lot of iron in meat, fish, eggs. Um, You'll find them in nuts, seeds, dark leafy green vegetables. And so women 19 to 50 years need about 18 milligrams of iron daily. So just something to consider. Um, and then lastly one, and I, you can do just like a multivitamin if it has all of this stuff. And then lastly, I'm going to share one, um, that I actually read about, but it's just a probiotic and it's a woman's probiotic. It's called the private party vaginal probiotic. And this just helps to keep your pH levels balanced. Um, there's also another one called love wellness, good girl probiotics. So either way, it helps to keep your pH levels balanced and keep everything smelling good and flowing in the way that it should. I'm sorry if there's any guys listening to that. Day four, meal prepping. You guys, meal prepping is huge and it's something I'm also absolutely horrible at. But when we can plan, and this doesn't mean that you actually prep all of your meals beforehand. It just means having a plan because when we don't have a plan, we have a plan to fail, right? So plan what you're going to eat for the week. Have the ingredients that you need, whether it's just getting chicken and cheese and one day you make chicken and veggies and one day you make cauliflower fried rice with chicken and then the next day you make chicken fajitas. I mean, it can be really, really affordable and easy, but if we're not planning our meals, we usually end up making something that we shouldn't be making or snacking. So just take care of your body, have healthy snacks on hand, There are a lot of healthy snacks that you can get, but for us, we do a lot of things like sliced cucumber with feta cheese or celery and peanut butter or, and I know not a lot of kids like these things, but if you're setting that example, it could rub off onto your kids. It has with mine. And so I'm thankful for that. Um, We do nuts, like just sliced almonds. Just having snacks on hand helps to keep us from snacking on the things that we shouldn't be snacking on. And then lastly, for day five exercise, which obviously should be like, three to four times a week if you can, but maybe just creating a habit that no matter what, every Friday you exercise and your body will likely start craving it more often. First Timothy 4.8 says, for while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. So yes, bodily training, scripture says bodily training is of value and godliness is of value in every way. So we should be reading our Bibles, filling our minds with truth, wisdom, and also taking care of our bodies. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 says, Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you are bought with a price, and that price was Jesus' death on the cross. So glorify God in your body. Friends, the way that you're treating your body with your food or lack thereof or with vitamins, or with exercise, are you glorifying God in your body? I think that's a really, really important question to ask, and I feel like it could go so many ways as well, and we could talk about that forever, but right now we're talking about exercise, and so are you glorifying God in the time that you're spending with your body, in the way that you're treating your body? He has created you. 
He has loved you for a purpose. And for me, taking care of my body isn't so much how I look anymore. It used to be the only reason that I would exercise. But now it's honestly for like just little things. I want to be able to go and jump out on the trampoline for half an hour with my kids without feeling like I'm going to die. And when I'm not doing well with my food, I definitely do feel like I'm going to die. I want to be able to go out and play soccer with my boys and just enjoy that time. So taking care of our bodies is not just for us. It's for the people around us. It's for the glory of God. Um, And so I just really challenge you to take care of yourself and to make that an intentional part of your week. So physical self-care. Day one, sex, all the sex. Day two, a skincare regimen, create it. And it doesn't have to be crazy expensive. You guys buy one thing at a time. I know it can be a lot of money to start buying, but you really only need like three or four things. And then you can get rid of all of the other junk that you have in your cabinets because check out what dermatologists say. It's really, really simple to take care of your skin. Day four, meal prepping, meal planning, and day five, exercise. I'm just so happy to be here. If you've heard my kids in the background, they're outside running and playing on their water slide in our backyard. So I'm going to go out and play with them, but I hope you all have a great day. I hope you take the time to implement these things into your life and allow them to become habits. Love you guys. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, the best thank you you could ever offer is to share the love. The simple act of taking a quick screenshot of the episode and tagging at Living Easy Podcast makes such a huge difference in this journey. If you're impacted, someone else might be too. So don't hesitate to share a little hope and joy with the people that you love. Also, if you haven't already, please do scroll down from this episode to give a star rating and quick review for the podcast. It only takes a minute, but the impact is huge. Thank you all so much for your support. Feel free to connect with me on Instagram at livingeasypodcast and at lindsay.myestis. Love you guys.